Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Kogo Show, hosted by myself, Colette Creighton, and my co-host, David Schwartz. This is a show where the banter at the top of the episode never ends, and neurodivergent or not, we are here to make you feel less alone about your human experience. We have no expectations, and neither should you. Welcome to the show, guys. Today we're deciding, am I the asshole with Hannah Fox? And of course, we will be checking in with her mental health because it wouldn't be the Coco Show if I didn't pray. Now we're all very excited to get started, but we do value structure here. Well, at least I do, David. I did my homework. Meaning it's time for dun 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 hyperfixations and ye fucking haws. Yay. And I will kick us off. Now, as mentioned last week, I am a gluten-free girly now. So I have been doing my best to feed myself things that still give me life and crunch. And this week, I am obsessed with cowboy caviar. Define. Uh, picture chipotle corn salsa meets pico plus like mango and some beans. Oh. Yes. And then you just eat it with chips. It's fucking iconic. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's so good. It's like it's like a Tex-Mex salsa thick salsa i'll use loosely you say mango mango yeah I it, need, it mango. you need just like a little sweet it's so fucking good that is for sure my hyperfixation. i can't stop making it um and what's then, your uh ye fucking ha um it's about to expose what a fucking old lady i am I am jazzed because I joined the Fred Meyer Boost program, oh dear. <laughs> which means I get unlimited free deliveries now and two times the fuel points. This is not sponsored, but it should be because I saved 90 fucking cents per gallon yesterday. Wow. I got gas for $4.40. Suck it, everybody else. Is this 2016? Yeah, that's a lot. I couldn't believe it. So yeah, that's my you fucking hot. And I'm not sorry because in this economy, it's relevant. Facts. Facts. Anyway, David, you have the floor. Well, thank you, Cocoa Bean. My uh, hyperfixation this week is going to be eating better. Mm. Uh, I guess a little bit like yours. Healthy girl. Because uh, unfortunately, I've been eating like total garbage this past week or maybe month or so. And uh, well, David's tummy is not exactly agreeing with him. So it is kale smoothies and probiotics until I'm reggae, baby. <laughs> well, Fiber is important. Yeah. Yeah. I had my first one this morning. It was quite delightful. Um, but I was very disappointed to find out that we were very low on almond milk. So I need to go back to the store mm. and get that. Well, if you had a Boost membership, you wouldn't have to. Oh, wow. Full circle. Seriously, Fred Meyer, sponsor me, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where I went this morning. I was at Fred Meyer. And they had just, I was so distracted. Yeah, well, because, again, our people really need to utilize resources like Amazon Fresh or, like, buy online and pick I up. I went to the store for cheese and batteries. Exactly. They were the, literally the last two things I got. That's because correct. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I was here for Because of fundamentally who we are as people. That's true. I had to smell the candles. I just, I it was $6, and they're large candles. I'll show you when we're done. He downstairs. said that that's basically free, and it, he's not wrong. Thank you. 
So uh, other than my e-fucking hobby and the $6 candle I bought at Fred Meyer, sure. um, I would like to mention how absolutely wonderful my and Austin's vacation to San Francisco oh, yeah. was. Um, we had so much fun, and it was uh, just the escape we needed. Um, unfortunately, once we landed at Payne Field up here in the old Everett uh, and headed straight to the event, like we got off the plane, stopped at the house, picked up gear, drove straight to Olympia during rush hour traffic, an hour and a half drive that should have taken, or sorry, a what should have taken an hour and a half took over three hours. Perfect. It was so horrible. Love. And anyway, we arrive on site and since it's a summer camp, they exist in a bubble. And so they tested all of us for COVID upon arrival. And I had had a stuffy nose in San Francisco. That was it. Sure. It did not feel like it was even worth mentioning. I figured like I was having allergies or something. Right. All the new flora and fauna down there. It's quite beautiful. I know. I must say. I cannot wait to go back. Blooming, however. So. Indeed. Pollen galore. (laughs) But uh, so, yeah, I went to summer camp, got tested for COVID, tested positive, and uh, that little damper on my weekend. But uh, yeah, so I had to stay home. And my ye fucking ha is that I was able to immediately get all three of my events covered for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday while I was testing positive, which I tested positive um, on uh, every day except Monday. So Monday was my first negative test. And then, um, yeah, so my team stepped up to the plate and covered all my events. Shout out to Zona and Brian from Orion and Tech Daddy who crushed it. While they filled in for me this week, um, videos of Austin emceeing. They were, it was, he truly, his stage personality is so cute and so. So endearing. So, so gay. And it's the best. (laughs) It's the best. He's the best. Yeah, but he's really coming up. And like he's, he's been very moved, motivated to like take on more events and stuff, yeah. and he's doing a phenomenal job. The we are so proud of Tech Daddy. So happy. Yes, we are. Indeed. We love. Good job. Anyway, all three events went off without a hitch, and I got to catch up on sleep. So that's my you fucking ha. Huh? You fucking ha. Huh? Hannah, would you like to share with the class? Yeah. Hi, y'all. Uh, David, that's exactly how I got COVID too. Oh, Hanging fun. down in San Francisco, oh. had a bit of stuffy nose. Flew into pain field. Wow. Probably tested positive. That's a little so. bit odd. That is, that is an ironic. That is very bizarre. Similar story. Conspiracy? <laughs> what is happening here in Everett, I thought Washington? I was the only one that flew into pain field. Could it be? Anywho, anyway. but my my hyperfixation uh, has been repotting all of my plants. Yes. So Coco came over to my house a couple of weeks ago and pointed out that my monstera needed uh, a new home. And so this weekend, I took her apart, and now I got four monsteras. Yes. A little, little moss pole, and it's just thriving and happy. So now I'm just kind of going through all my plants and repotting all of them. So yes. totally normal. But I've totally been normal. Into that. And then uh, my knee fucking hot is that my boyfriend does not need ankle surgery. So hey. for those of you that don't know, he, uh, he tore a bunch of ligaments in his ankle and doctor is like you are going to need surgery my friend and we met with a couple of surgeons and they were like actually we think we can fix this without surgery so that's a you fucking hot that that is truly truly a you fucking hot uh hot um what what are they calling it um 
daddy short summer hot dude i don't keep up with these things some some it's going around on TikTok. um baby daddy something short i sound like such a Dad fucking summer no it's like the um hoochie daddy shorts hoochie daddy, hoochie shorts, daddy shorts and then they do like this little dance so he can have his hoochie daddy shorts and hoochie daddy boot moment this summer yes yes <laughs> i do not know what that is but um i'll i'll, I'll find the TikTok. Thank you. they're they're fun um, I have to get him some hoochie daddy shorts. Now he needs some hoochie daddy shorts. Oh, I have a random question slash e-fucking, huh? Um, Instagram sent me a little message that they're going to start paying me for reels. Oh, cool. Did everybody get that? No. Awesome. No. That's sick. I sure did not. I have like two real reels monetizing right now. I was probably like 10 cents, but. Cool. Yeah, so Yay. I need to make more reels. E-fucking, huh? Yeah. Austin's going to set up like a little reel station in here. Love. Going to get that content pumped out y'all yes gotta get that oh, gotta yeah. get that cheddar you fucking hot you fucking hot and before we do go any further i would like to formally introduce hannah hannah and i met when i was like 17 16 17 working as hostesses at red robin um her and i raised all kinds of havoc in and out of the restaurant and believe it or not our greatest prank of all time landed me my husband i was gonna say did mm-hmm. it didn't you meet dan yep that time yeah yep uh, we have Dan all... and I went to high school together too. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So she knew Dan before I did. Um, we have always shared a love of cringy humor and just each other's company. And she's just one of those friends you can sit and talk to for hours. We're lucky to have found each other so young. We have always stayed really close. And without further ado, Hannah. Hello. Aww. Hey. Hello. Thanks for joining so us today. Here. Yeah. I'm so yeah. happy you're here. Um, yeah. So. I this is not my original I like idea. I did not come up with this, but there is a sub thread on Reddit called Am I the Asshole? God, I don't know how Reddit works. It's so I don't really know how Reddit works either, but when I came across this subreddit, I thought it was so fucking funny that people it is are pretty funny. They're just like asking asking the literal internet, do you, what do you think? Am I being the an ass that's a great question though i, I mean, mean like I mean, how many times yeah. are you like who's the asshole here right right so um Some of them are just like how do you not know that you're the asshole right now right like but, why why are you asking i don't know i keep siding with the person who writes it i i <laughs> i also w- several times was like eh, i don't think you're, you're only dick. getting one side of the story here though that's true this is because there's a three bias. there are three sides to every story mm-hmm. And well, now I'm curious what you guys think of some of the ones that I picked out because I purposely picked out ones where they're the apple. Or at least I think they're the apple. <clears throat> well, let's have Hannah go first. Yeah, you go first, Nan. All right. Let me, let me pull one up. Okay. Am I the asshole for not tattooing my stepson's name on my arm with my kid's name? Wow. I, 36-year-old male. My <laughs> wife is a 35-year-old female. I have two kids from my first marriage. They're nine and seven. Yeah. I've been married to my wife for four years. We have a one-year-old daughter, and she has an eight-year-old son from her first marriage. The kids all live with us. My kid's mother has visitations one weekend a month, and her son's dad isn't involved at all. I have the names of my oldest two kids tattooed on my arm. I just recently added the name of my youngest daughter. My wife and I were talking about the tattoo, and she asked me if I'll tattoo my stepson's name on the wrap the same round as our daughters. I told her I have no intention of tattooing his name, 
He was shocked and asked me why. I said, I only have the names of my children tattooed. He said, I am excluding our son, and he's part of the family, too. I refused to tattoo his name and proceeded to only tattoo my daughter's name. Wife called me all sorts of things. Am I the asshole? Absolutely. Yes, 1,000%. Fuck that guy. Yep. Fuck that right? guy. No, they, this family right? needs a split now. Yeah, br- leave him. Dump him. Why did, did they not do a unity ceremony at the wedding? That's so fucked up. I just imagine that kid, especially because the other, like, Dad. His father's not in the picture. That's disgusting. Why wouldn't you be so happy to be like, oh yes, I'm gonna put my yes, my son. You shouldn't even call son. him your stepson. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Judas. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll steal that from you. Is yeah. that okay? Yeah. 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 You can you can call people Judas, oh, but you're Judas if you keep clicking that pen. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Stimulation. I know. I know. Um. Okay. So this is, am I the asshole refusing to let my husband's mom nap in my room? (laughs) (laughs) My husband's mom moved in with us a week ago. (laughs) The minute we were informed she was going to move in temporary until her house gets renovated, we've emptied a room specifically for her. It has everything, a bed with a frame, curtains, mounted TV, wardrobe, etc. She was thrilled and loved it a lot. One day I came home and found her in my bedroom sleeping in my and my husband's bed. I was confused, but she told me she took a nap and had lost track of time. Since then, she started talking about how she loved that the nap there and started hinting that she wanted to take naps in my room from now on. I kept ignoring her comments till my husband sat me down and told me my mom really liked and quote unquote got used to napping in our bedroom and we should just let her have her daily afternoon nap in the room. I said absolutely not and we started debating. I told him his mom is being ridiculous because she has a whole room upstairs where she should nap. He got upset and said that I was making his mom feel uncomfortable and unwelcome with this attitude. (laughs) I said no and refused to negotiate. He called me selfish and mean for saying no and preventing his mom from feeling comfortable at his house. Ooh. But I I reminded him that I pay full mortgage on the house while he blows money over gadgets and consoles. So not his house. He accused me of bringing old disagreements... In with this current conflict and using it against him. I said no again, that he should stop pushing because I need the room for when I get home feeling exhausted from work and being on my feet since 6 a.m. He's refusing to speak to me until I agree to let his mom have a nap in there. Am I the asshole for choosing this hill to die on over what he says? Am I being difficult? Dump him. Leave him. Leave him. Leave him. (laughs) Literally get a divorce yesterday <laughs> he can't like, like no him and his mom can go find yes. him and his mom can go get married and they can nap together i would shit on him for like needing a co-signer but like fuck me i mean so. like unless <laughs> unless this woman is like 90 years old and can't physically make it up the stairs there's no reason why she should be in her bedroom is, is, i mean it might be a lighting is issue disgusting. like who knows like does she have blackout curtains does the other room not have blackout curtains like are there other details that we're not hearing here? That yeah like d- do does the main couple have a purple mattress i hate those do you they're the worst my girlfriend maggie has one have you Co- have you laid on one yeah i i loved they're it atrocious are they insult squishy? to comfort. Yes. They're so squishy i love squish no i don't like oh no. no i need, need a firm that mattress. was my one 
problem with the Airbnb in San Francisco was the bed was so squishy. And it was, no, 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 no. I need Tempur-Pedic memory foam situation mm-hmm. wherever I go. Okay. But yeah. you, but you like I don't like firm... to wake up every morning knowing where every bone in my body yes. is because it's sunk so far into the mattress. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like to feel supported <laughs> Fair. in general. Fair. You know? Fair. All right, David, it's your turn. Really all right. So uh, we all know I did my homework and didn't just pull up like the first most interesting one that I could find. So am I the asshole for throwing it? This one's actually kind of great. Uh, am I the asshole for throwing a gender reveal party for my son instead in the same week as my sister's baby shower? I am a 47 year old single dad. Bravo. Can we get the applause on here? Single dad of a 19 year old young man who was born a female. We lost his mom to COVID in the first wave. Oh, goodness. He came out to us as trans three years ago and completed his transition just a few weeks ago. Yay, congrats. Congratulations. My sister is pregnant with her fifth child. (sighs) Disgusting. Breeders. And is doing a baby shower (laughs) slash gender reveal next weekend. The whole family is invited. Her baby is due at the end of July. Whoop-de-fucking-do. I am throwing my son a gender reveal party this Thursday. He has always wanted one ever since he came out. That's dope. And now that he is officially a man, congrats on the bar mitzvah, buddy. We are finally throwing one. The whole family is invited, though some won't come because they don't approve. Shocking. We sent out the invitations two months ago. My sister told me she'll see about coming because she is heavily pregnant. Fair enough. And I put her down for a maybe. Yesterday, she called me fuming, said that a lot of the family members are actually coming to my son's party. And since this is the first family thing since COVID, this will be the first big party. And then her baby shower will just be an afterthought. I told her I'm not moving my son's party because everyone will still attend her baby shower on the weekend. She said, I'm faking a gender reveal party. And I told her that's ridiculous. She said it won't even be a proper gender reveal because he's not a baby. Then I just said that she can either come or not her choice, but I'm not moving the date. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. She sounds hideous. She, I'm sure she is hideous. She has five children. Who the fuck cares what? Your baby's gender I would is way rather go to his party. Absolutely, it's going to be nobody is excited about your fifth kid. No, first I no shade to any of my mom friends, but baby showers are the worst. They're so boring. Bridal showers are also the worst. I didn't even have fun at my own. <laughs> They're boring. They're boring. Yeah, I remember being like, so "Am I supposed to come to this?" And, and I you're was like, "David, don't." I was like, "You can, but you, I, you are not." obligated to (laughs) (sighs) it's Um, just it's uh, the part why i could certainly see someone like feeling upset about this if it was her first kid sure maybe yeah but i think i hate her for saying not a real gender reveal exactly fuck you you in the neck fuck you in the neck amen it is a real reveal party it sounds like fun also how sad their mom died yeah, and it's their first celebration since COVID. And like, let them have this. Let them have this. You've had five children. Literally, you've been showered in gifts I'm five times you. plus your wedding because I'm assuming someone like you needed to get married before having your five children. That, five, that so, fifth kid, mm-hmm. gay or trans. I hope so. No question. Please, God. Did you know yeah. that the more children you have, the more likely that your younger children will be gay? 
and or trans hmm. or queer. I That's guess. the only positive I've seen. To like yeah, multiple correct. Fact. Um, because I've always said, if you could promise me a gay son, I would be pregnant yesterday. So you're more likely to get a gay son on your third child than you are on your first. It has to do with the hormones released by the body during pregnancy. I am not interested in any capacity. Aren't you the third? I am the third, yes. That's so funny. Yeah, it adds up. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. That tracks. <sighs> well. But you can't just do three. You have to have four, unless it's a single parent. Well, if you ask this woman, you so need five. For some if you ask this woman, I bet she, I bet she's in competition with that, with that uh, Duggar girl. The the, oh the oh one God. the um she has like what twenty yeah. children yeah, something something absolutely Nin- nineteen and counting oh that's, that's right not nineteen kids and counting oh God. um um should you let's so how do you go to amusement parks with an odd number somebody's always got to be on the side oh you know that half of the older siblings are just the parents yes why why would you do that to anyone well if you if you had a farm. I would understand. Makes sense. Um, but here in 2022, I don't. I don't really see a need for any children. Look around. But if you feel ever so obligated, I think two is enough. Stop it. You could be a surrogate for your first two, get paid bank, and then have your third. That's actually, and hopefully they will be gay. A great idea. Uh, yeah, see, I... And you could probably afford to take care of it Ooh. if you are a surrogate for the first two. Well, the Supreme Court said that that doesn't matter. Have the baby anyway, so... I just right. think um, I'm not, I'm not going to risk it. I'm not going to risk it because th- what if I also... You, you don't know. You could give birth to Ted Bundy, the next one. Ted Bundy Jr. That's terrifying. Yeah, you don't know. Because yeah, I... sometimes... Nurture doesn't work. Oh. And nature takes mm-hmm. its course. Like one of my girlfriends, I won't name names, had a horrific, a horrific, horrific uh partner who was raised by the nicest fucking people. His fa- his parents were angels. His siblings were, were normal. Like closed doors. No, but. but like she was with him for enough years to hmm. see like how they behaved, how he grew up. He was in like a nice home and he's just like a creepy abuser with like he was a bartender and purposely overserve and then take girls home yeah yeah whoa yeah yeah like this dude's fucking gross and his family was wonderful so like sometimes it really doesn't matter how warm and loving you and your womb and you hold them when they cry and you do all the right things and your kid is still a fucking Dexter. Who Ted knows? Bundy, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't I like be- that you went with Dexter though. <sighs> Good reference. Yeah. God, I loved that. Do show. we have more yes, um, AITAs? Yeah, let's do yeah. another Hannah. Okay. Am I the asshole for taking the closest parking space even though a pregnant coworker asked for it? I saw this one. <laughs> 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 we have a parking lot at my workplace and there are a few prime spots close to the door. Most of them are reserved for managers, etc. But one is unreserved and works on a first come first serve basis. Most of the time I park there because I have an old knee injury. So the closer the better and more convenient. It's obviously the spot everyone wants. So I always make sure to try to get in a bit earlier so I can grab it. One of my coworkers is pregnant. 
don't have the slightest clue how far, but she's showing and has complained about how packed the parking lot gets, which forces her to park a distance from the door. Basically, she's been going around asking people if they can leave the space open for her. She's never asked me directly, but left a note on my desk a couple of days ago asking the same. The next day, I parked in the spot like always, and she came by my office to ask if I saw her note. I told her I did, but unfortunately, if the spot is open, I'm going to take it. Like, I get it. I wasn't going to fight over the spot, but if she wants it, she could just wake up earlier. She tried arguing a bit, but eventually left. She lodged an unofficial complaint to the boss who told me about it but doesn't want to get involved. I've been catching glares and some obvious gossiping murmurs from a couple coworkers about it. Am I the asshole? No. No. Fuck this bitch. No. If she hadn't left a note and she hadn't been, like, kind of a monster about it in the beginning, like... I would have said you you are the asshole, but because of how she's the, the entitlement and like I get it. I'm sure it is hard being pregnant. I wouldn't know. But like um, also I, I will sidebar and say that this person, the the person who's questioning if they're an asshole should really get a disability parking spot if your knee yeah, is fucked up so like girly you're wasting everybody's time yeah by taking that spot because you should really be in a disability spot if you have a knee injury you have a knee injury period so yeah you're both assholes in that regard but no i absolutely if someone's gonna be petty with me like that i'm gonna match their energy mm-hmm. well mm. yeah and it's like if she wanted it that bad just Get wake to up early. Exactly. Yeah. Wake up early. Worm, baby. We're probably talking about a span of like 15 minutes. Yeah. So dumb. Moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Not okay. Possible. Which one are we at? <laughs> um, this this I I titled Pooh Party. Oh, okay. Follow me. I, 19 year old female, had surgery a couple days ago to get all four of my wisdom teeth out because I have a really bad fear of dentists. They had to drug me pretty hard for to do the removal. Not like laughing gas that wears off really fast. An actual IV medicine that I was pretty much unconscious during the whole thing. That stuff is amazing. They the told me that to have a quote-unquote responsible adult drive me to the appointment and back. Because the meds would be really dangerous to drive on. My mom was on a work trip and couldn't take me. So I asked my sister-in-law, Bree, not her real name, who's 24... If she could do the whole thing, because it would only take an hour or two. I even offered offered her gas money because the dental office was forty five minutes away. Um, and oh, I lost my spot. I would have asked my brother, but mm-hmm. he works during the day while yeah. Bree is a stay at home mom to their two year old daughter, who I think was at Bree's mom's house that day. Yeah. Do you want to keep going? Yeah, Bree agreed. Thank you. Bree agreed to take me to my appointment, and the surgery went fine. Bree waited in the lobby for me to be done. When I came out of anesthesia, I was very disoriented and nauseous, which I guess is normal. I had gauze shoved in my mouth to stop the bleeding, and Bree took me to her car after I was let go. I don't really remember much of the drive, but it felt like not enough time had passed before Bree got out of the car and told me to come with her. I was really out of it and just followed her because the alternative was staying in the hot car. Long story short, we were at a pool. Question mark, question mark. 
<laughs> I was really confused, but once we were through the gate, Bree basically parked me at one of those little table benches and she said she'd be back in a while. I was still trying not to puke and was really dizzy from the heat, 90 plus degrees and the drug, so I asked her to take me home, but she wouldn't. I guess since it was her day off and she didn't have my niece, she was meeting her friends at the pool. I started feeling really sick and on the verge of passing out or having a panic attack, so I called my brother. I don't think he could understand me between the meds and the stuff in my mouth because he hung up and I guess he called Bree because she came stomping over, cussing and yelling at me and took me back to the car. I passed out on the drive home and when we arrived, my brother had left her work and met us in the driveway. <laughs> He was screaming at Bree and she was crying. I was still pretty disoriented, but my brother took me back home and stayed with me until the meds wore off. That's when he told me he was divorcing Bree uh, because of what she did, what? plus some other things he would not go into detail about. It's oh, yeah, been no. a few days since this, and Bree has been blowing up my phone and telling me what a bitch I am for tattling and destroying her family. Part of me feels bad for my niece, but I wonder if I should have just dealt with it and waited for her to be done at the pool instead of calling my bro and causing problems. Bree sounds cool as fuck. Am I the <laughs> asshole? <a> psycho. <laughs> I mean, she took her friend on like anesthesia <laughs> to a fucking pool party. What a monster. But like also right? if that was me waking up out of the coma, I'd be like, we're a fucking pool party right now. <laughs> I'd be I'd be jazzed about it, but also I'd be like, I should probably be at home. No, if I am if I am overheating the the ninety plus degree heat, if she, if you had brought me a bathing suit and put me like parked. I me, mean she could have like drowned in the pool. That was where I my uh, heart was going. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Any, no, I mean, she's the asshole. Uh, Bree sucks. Bree sucks. But, but like, this the is asshole. hysterical. Like, I know I had to pick this, this one. This is, uh, is so funny. Oh my goodness. As someone well, who gets violently ill every time I'm under anesthesia, I would be fuming if yeah. somebody brought me to a pool because I'm good <laughs> for the first twenty minutes and then I crash. Ah. Uh, I just think I just didn't like the part where he's like, "Oh yeah, this is why I divorced her." Oh, and for other things that I'm not going to mention. Yeah, well, come on. it was probably like, this is his little sister. He probably didn't want to be like she was fucking around or whatever. But like, seems like I feel like there's 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 more here. I'm sure there's more yeah. here, but I'd like to peel back that onion. But that's hilarious. Yeah. All right, David. Is it my turn. Yeah, it's your turn. Am I just doing the next one? Or do I have to go back online and see what I Oh, you didn't find any other ones? Uh, if you didn't, I you... did have one. Um, no, you can read. Can re I read? You can read, read Raggedy Ann. Okay, I'll read Raggedy Ann. Uh, that wasn't Hannah's, is it? No, okay. it's, these are these are all mine. Fantastic. Thank you for doing You're work. welcome. Uh, I'm that <laughs> guy on the class project right now. That's just mooching off. Just now. And taking the credit. No, I, I, always, I always did my part. Okay. No, definitely. Okay. I, 26 male. <laughs> Close. Uh, have been with my still girlfriend of also 26. Um, she is a female for almost four years. Last year, I gave her a key to my house. She spends a few days there, but we don't live together full time. Just part time, I guess. A few days ago, I had to make a quick trip for work. She asked me if I could invite a few of her friends to the house for a girl's night. It was on a Thursday. I accepted. I returned yesterday in the morning. The first thing I noticed was that the rag doll, oh my God, <laughs> is missing from my wall. 
It gets so much better. <laughs> my first instinct was to call my girlfriend to ask if she had put it somewhere else. She denied it and said the doll was there. It wasn't. I checked the GPS of the doll. Oh, no. I hate it. <laughs> I this is not real. Uh, yes, in parentheses, yes, it has a GPS. Uh, the GPS marked the house of one of her friends. Let's call her Jess. I can't. I tried to be nice and told my GF to tell her friend to bring it back before 5 p.m. And I'll pretend this never happened. This is like a hostage situation. Or I'll involve the police. She tried to fight it, but I told her about the GPS. God. Well, my girlfriend called me back saying that Jess denied having the doll. We had a huge argument and warned her that I wasn't playing about getting the police involved. I waited until 5 and went to the police. We went to her house and got the doll back. I pressed charges. My GF and I had a bigger argument about me pressing charges. They, including her, n- knew the doll was made by my father. Okay. Sentimental. They could have stolen anything else and I wouldn't bat an eye. I gave her friend a chance and she tried to play stupid. They have been calling me an asshole uh, and to drop the charges. I will edit. I will answer some of your questions here. If you have more, I will try to answer them. This is still the uh, writer. The doll is with me. It's a rag doll. Better said, it's a raggedy and doll. My father had many hobbies. He tried making dolls and was planning to sell them. But the first one he made was a friggin' raggedy and doll. So it didn't last. He was too manly to sell raggedy and dolls. Ridiculous, I know. He gave me that one. And actually, he made four more for my best friends. The doll was hanging in my room. But once he passed away, I hung it in the living room. Okay. I, what does a raggedy and all look it's, like? It's, oh, it's a little uh, red uh, hair. Yeah, yeah, like yarn. Okay, like yeah. A red yarn. Yeah, yeah, that's so it it's says like it has X's as eyes and looks creepy because it looks dead. Okay, I agree. That sounds like a very creepy doll. It has a GPS because my home was robbed seven months ago. I don't care if they clean the house as far as they leave the doll. I have more expensive items that she could have stolen, so I don't know why she would steal the bloody doll rather than a sick joke. My I GF. Think it's weird. Yeah, this whole thing is contrived. My GF never complained about it, at least not to me. I haven't talked to her other than telling me to drop the charges. I will talk to her tomorrow to find out why she let her friend take the doll. They've been here before, and they did nothing like this. And about our relationship, because right now, I'm thinking about breaking up. Wow. That was a lot. That was so weird. I mean, you're kind of an asshole for pressing charges, but... Sure. Like... I could understand why, though. I could understand why. I just have a whole lot more, like, questions yeah. than anything. Yeah, like, th- this <laughs> This is the hill you choose. Also, I have I have certain sentimental things that I have kept that only, that only mean something to me, and I keep them in a special little box. I don't know if I'm the weird one for, like, tucking them away or if they're the weird one for putting it on their wall so they can see it all the time. Like, I know bitches do, like, shadow boxes and shit. So like I don't I don't know. I had a safe. I just kind of uh, feel like I could see how this happened. Like if I had a girls' night and my partner had a weird doll that hung on the wall, and yeah. we were all just kind of shooting the shit, yeah. and we're drinking a little and having some laughs, somebody would say, "Take the doll," and I'd probably take the doll. Yeah, I, I've. Because it's weird. You. Yeah. Yeah, I had a safe that I used to keep things in that 
had no real value but had sentimental value mm-hmm. and in the break-in that was the lamest thing like before the pandemic when we got our garage broken into uh-huh. that was the shittiest thing that got stolen like somebody stole a safe with completely useless stuff in there it, they couldn't get a penny for any of it but it was like you know meaningful it, it, to me yeah that did that did suck i wish i had a gps in there so i i definitely, well you learned something today yeah you I, could, could, I could see putting one in a doll then like maybe one of my my teddy bears that mm-hmm. i plan to give to my niece one day you know? sure hopefully you would take the tracker out if i ever gave it as a gift to somebody because that's super creepy but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah that's smart. You should put one of those like little Apple like key thingies. What happens yeah. when the battery dies? Oh, I didn't know they die. They can. Die. I didn't know they die. They do. They do die. It takes a long time, but Every, everything. I feel stupid. like I hear all these horror stories of people like sticking them in people's cars, like stalk them. Yeah, but you would know because your phone would detect it. But yeah, okay. super shitty. So that was a wild ride story. Next one. Yes, next one. Um, Hannah? Okay. Um, Am I the asshole for not eating steak that wasn't cooked like how I asked? I went on a trip with some friends recently, and each of us took turns cooking on various days. One of the days, my friend made everyone garlic steak and potato wedges. Just normal cheap cuts from the store, nothing fancy. Normally, when I go to a steakhouse, I prefer to order my steak medium as I get grossed out by too much redness. But when I eat with a non-professional chef is cooking, I order my steak medium well because I find that most non-professional chefs tend to undercook it compared to what you order. So if I order the medium, a non-chef would cook me a rare. And if I want, if I order a medium well, then I would receive a medium like I want. So that's exactly what I told my friend, that I'd like a medium well steak. Of course, he gives you the spiel that steak lovers do when they tell you that steak is meant to be eaten raw and bloody and anything else is a sin. I roll my eyes and don't engage in that conversation because it's pointless. Long story short, my steak comes and it's definitely medium rare, if not straight up rare. It was way too red for me to be able to power through eating it to not cause a scene. So I asked him to throw my back on the stove for a couple minutes and he refused to do so, telling me <laughs> it was cooked how it should be eaten. I Jesus. agree. I suppose I could have cooked it further myself, but I was tired of the situation and seeing the red made me lose my appetite for the steak. So I gave mine to my boyfriend and made myself a sandwich and chips. The friend called me an asshole in front of everyone because I refused to eat his food. Most others were on my side because I didn't get it like I ordered, but a couple were on his side and said I should have powered through the raw steak because it's not that bad. It's not raw. Medium rare. Not raw. No, it's not raw. Not raw at all. <laughs> um, I think they're all being assholes. Correct. I think everyone's yeah, like, the asshole. What friend would do that? Like, that's not being a good friend. No, I would. Like, n- you can disagree, but be like, "Hey, I'm gonna like throw this on the stove for another minute for you because I'm not also." A if his friend was able to achieve a lovely medium rare, then maybe he should have just asked his friend for a medium and not assumed that his friend couldn't cook a steak. Right. Right. So. Right. Well, but wait. Due to this logic, I guess he did go two steps below that. So if it, it's the theory that if he'd asked for medium, he would have gotten rare. I guess that's yes. his argument. Yes. But I don't know. Medium rare is hard to achieve, baby. So, I mean, it's not that hard. But okay. I'm, yeah. I'm going to do one more, and then David's going to do one more, and then we'll move along. Fantastic. Okay. All right. This one is called Waffles. Ooh. My sister-in-law and her husband arrived last night. As we were helping them get their stuff into the guest room, her husband, 
who I've met like three times, said waffles for breakfast would be great. Yum. I was a bit taken aback, but then assumed it was a joke that didn't land well. We don't have a waffle iron anyway. <laughs> I made the usual <laughs> eggs, beans, and toast for breakfast. I'm assuming they're in the UK. My yeah. sister-in-law yeah. and her husband came in and frowned and asked where the waffles were. <laughs> I said I didn't make any. He asked why. I was a touch annoyed and said that this isn't a restaurant. He said that they are guests and their needs to be take their needs need to be taken into account. And then he said he's allergic to beans. I asked why didn't he tell me he was allergic to beans? He told me he wanted waffles and the reason why shouldn't matter because they are guests. My husband jumped in and said eat the eggs and toast or go get breakfast elsewhere. He left with his sister. He left with his sister-in-law. Did I break an etiquette rule? Was I an ass? Definitely British. Yeah. No. No. No, no you did not. They're an asshole. They didn't even have a waffle maker, but did she communicate? Like, this is her husband? Sorry, my sister-in-law and her husband arrived. So the guy who asked for waffles, did he know that they didn't have a waffle maker? Wait, and my sister-in-law and her husband? Says, when sister-in-law and her husband came in and frowned and asked where the waffles were and why I didn't make... Oh, wait. So this is... Yeah, huh. so it's her husband's sister... Oh, okay, okay. And her husband. So yeah. it would be like if Brie and Doug came and stayed with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, time and said. then my brother-in-law saying okay. to in, me... In the defense of the people asking for waffles... They asked for waffles, not, I mean, like, it's like, I mean, most people have a waffle iron, I would say. It doesn't seem but like that ridiculous. But like, request. upon arrival. Yeah. Like, it, 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 did she ask them no. what they wanted? No, because she was like, I want, oh, wait, last night they asked for yes. waffles. Yes. Oh, dear God. Oh. Like, the night before. Like, oh, I see. I'm oh. sorry. I didn't have time to go run an errand for yeah. you at the store. Fact. Yeah. Okay. Also. Who's allergic to beans? I don't. I don't know. Isn't it her husband or her sister-in-law that's allergic to beans? I'm her having... her brother-in-law. But just like generally, is that like a normal thing to be allergic to? I, I feel know. like it is not. Mm, I don't know. Not everybody can process like legumes. Anyway, legumes? All, right, all right, David, Last do one. do spare key, and then we'll switch switch gears. So Sam. 24-year-old male and I, a 25-year-old male, have been good friends in high school. I guess since high school would probably be what he meant to say. We kind of lost touch after I have to move to another city for college. Two weeks ago, Sam texted me saying he got a remote internship in my city and asked me if I know some cheap place he can stay in because he has to come to the office once a week. He was super happy because he was having a hard time finding work or an internship. I said, you're more than welcome to stay with me. Sam, are you sure? Me, 100% and I'll enjoy the company. He thanked me profusely and I said he'll and said he'll let me know when he's coming. The day of, I picked him up from the train station, went home, had dinner and went out to have some fun in the PM. Wait, am I reading that? In the city. Tomorrow morning we woke up, had coffee and we went our separate ways. I came home at 4 p.m., texted him how his day was. He said, "Great, and he'll be home in an hour." Near midnight, he had to catch the train and dropped this on me. So where's my spare key? Me. Why would you need a spare key? Sam. So if I came here and you weren't home, I'll have a way to get in. Me. You'll mostly come the weekend and I'll be home. And if you have to come midweek, just tell me and I'll leave you the keys somewhere. Wow. I never thought staying with you 
such a what? he meant to say staying with you would be such a chore such a chore you know what you know what forget it and he slammed the door and left and i was standing there for 10 minutes trying to process what happened so a week later while i was doing some shopping downtown sam called me i was contemplating not answering but i did anyway hello i didn't think i'd hear from you sam i'm outside buzz me in me i'm not home I'll be there in about two hours. Sam, wow, two hours. What am I supposed to do for two hours? Imagine if I had a spare key. Me, I think it's better if you found somewhere else to stay. I'm not comfortable with you staying with me anymore. That's not what I, we agreed on. Well, yeah, that, things change. Well, what kind of friend are you? And he hung up. Two hours ago, I got home and he wasn't there, but I had some of our mutual friends text me and telling me it was a shitty thing to do. So Reddit, am I the asshole? I would say... Uh, I mean, are we talking a spare key or he was giving him, he wouldn't give him a key at all? Because why doesn't this guy just have his key? I don't think he wanted to give him a key at all, which well, I that's t- fucked. Yeah. I would, I would not live somewhere if, if I couldn't access it. So they're talking about staying there like one day a week, though. That's not living. Yeah. Yeah, but on a regular basis? No, thanks. Mm. I don't want to bunch my house keys floating around. No. A bunch. It's just one. Yeah, but people but like, can make copies. But what happens if they like just come to your house unannounced? Yeah, and they can just let themselves in. I suppose, but I guess if that's happening, that's a bridge you cross when you get there. But I don't know. I think that's messed up to not give somebody if they're going to be staying there on a regular basis, and they need to come a day before. Like, who knows what that situation? Yeah, really well, is, but, but what he was saying was like, you're either going to come here on weeknights or on the weekends, both of which I will be home. So you don't need a key. And if I'm not, I'll leave the key yeah. for you. Yeah. He said that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My reading comprehension is not the best. And also it was very hard. Yeah. The, this like, was very, very poorly written. So I understand why God, that was guys, a struggle. Guys, grammar and... Trash. Trash garbage. And punctuation is so important. But bless, bless his heart. Anyway. Um, um, that was fun. Yeah. I haven't done that before. Uh, we learned a lot. I feel we like. did. We did learn a lot. Um, but let's take a little dancey dance break, and then we'll get into some questions. Nan, before I emotionally interrogate you, will you please tell yeah. our, our dear listeners what you remember about little reckless 17-year-old Colette, or Cole, as I went by back then? For one, the side bang, obviously. Ah, the side bangs, yes. But uh, just absolute wreaking havoc on the, the floor of Red Rob and Redmond Town Center. <laughs> Did you ever have to be a bird? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I was yeah. The, I was the bird several times. And yeah, I, man, we got into some we got into some wild stuff. 
I uh, I liked being the bird because you got you got free dinner. Oh, like you mean in the suit? Yeah. In oh the suit. god, in I was like, suit. what does she mean, the I, bird? I yeah, I, I hit this pen one too many times today. I forgot about that until you just said that right now. But now I have a memory. I think of you and yeah, of you and me in the office. I'm changing into the bird suit. We're spraying the helmet down with like <laughs> Lysol like because it spells like uh, Michelle. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck her name was, and her hair smelled so bad. She loved being the bird, though. Oh, she loved being the bird. Let's pour one out for Micheline, though, because like, then bird, we never had to be I'm the bird, bird again. Yeah, yeah. As soon, when she got hired, no one when you had to be the bird, it was punishment. <laughs> but I loved going outside and just like dicking around. I don't remember the Red Robin having a bird. Like that actually <laughs> was in the restaurant. Yeah, fuck yeah, it was like a red rooster. <laughs> yeah, it, it I mean, I know he like he's in the commercials, but I didn't realize he was in the uh, yes. actual restaurant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we had to stand outside and like pass out balloons. And uh-huh. it was always in the summertime, uh, yeah, it was so degrees. fucking hot. <laughs> what is your favorite thing to order at Red Robin? Ooh, this is an easy one for me. I remember what your order always was. You do or you it don't. Was, uh, I do. Oh. Yours was like a bacon cheeseburger with cheddar cheese and add crispy onion straws, right? Yep. Yep. Yum. That's correct. Dang. Good job. Dude. Love it. Love it. And you I was, lo- I was a clutch and fries guy. I was just going to say, you love blo- blo- buzz clucks. Yep. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I'm off. a whiskey river barbecue up. chicken kind of gal. Yum. Yeah. We like the, me and Austin both get the wraps. Okay. Yeah, they're not as good as they used to be. Mm. No, no, no. Once but... I read the nutrition facts of that wrap, I never ordered it again. Fair enough. Yeah. I think they're like 3,000 do calories. They're not, yeah, like you're not being healthier. You're just tricking your brain into thinking that because it's wrapped like a burrito. It's green. Yeah. It has veggies. Yeah. It does. And tortilla strips. I feel that. So, yeah. Uh, I love that. I love that. I, we both still remembered each other's order. That's cute. I also I also remember <laughs> one time when you lived uh, over at the apartments right next to Bellevue College, you texted me and said hello in a separate text. Would you like to go feed at Red Robin later? <laughs> and I never forgot that. I thought it was the funniest fucking feed. Yeah. <laughs> that's normal. That, that's just how we spoke to each other. Yeah. I just know that Dan would always drive us around to whatever fast food place we wanted to go to. Yes, yes. Dan was always our chauffeur. God bless him in his very, very vintage white Jeep Grand Cherokee. Cute. It was a really oh, cute yeah. car, actually. Um, all right, let's get into it. Um, what is the first memory you have that's like associated with anxiety? that you can think of whenever my mom would ask me to like go grab something at the grocery store like without her she'd be like checking out in line like oh I forgot this can you go get it and it was like yeah just like so stressful like worse than running around the house while the microwave is going like trying to beat the microwave I don't know if you guys oh yeah I would absolutely um, I would absolutely I still kind of I, I do that sometimes. You say beat the But, mic- like, when you're in the, the store, you're like, okay. Like, you give yourself you like a time set limit. the timer on the microwave. Goes off. You're, like, beating something up. And then you run laps around the downstairs <laughs> to try to beat the microwave. 
like, just us, I guess. I can clearly get around five times. <laughs> well, I this would explain so much. <laughs> I'm just completely exposing myself here, but anyways, that's what the Coco Show does to people. Mm. <laughs> the grocery store is like, okay, this is the moment I've trained for. I have to go get a banana. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like mine goes far back to like when I was watching Harry Potter and the Sorcerer, no, the, oh, I know this one, Chamber of Secrets, I would be in the bottom of my, like in the basement mm-hmm. watching TV. And once I turned the TV off, I would like, after that movie, I would run upstairs as fast as possible because I was sure the basilisk was going to get me. Yes. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You, you've shared this before. Uh, yeah. that was, That's for sure anxiety. Right? I mean, uh, yeah, it's terrified, yeah. I guess. Fear? Yeah. Isn't fear and anxiety, aren't they very... Similar? Yeah, I think we talked about this before. I think you Googled it. Ah, that's right. And they were in the same genus. Wow. Okay, same question, but about depression. That's a hard one. Uh, honestly, it probably wasn't until my, like, adult life, because, like, seasonal depression is, like... Mm. and when I was growing up like I always was playing volleyball during the winter so like I never really had an opportunity to like realize how dark it truly was outside right but like the last few years throughout winter it's been like really rough but not luckily not a ton of experience dealing with depression that's good but I I think the panini got a lot of people who who weren't on our team before come to the dog side. We have cookies. Yeah, COVID COVID did not help. No. But um at least I think what COVID did do was make a lot of people feel like it was okay to be more vulnerable about these things and openly yeah. talk about them because more likely than not three out of five people in the room feel the same way as you do. Yeah. I made that sure. statistic up by the way. <laughs> more science. Well, but like, I think the other thing was like, I'm reading a bunch of stats about like COVID and it's like the, the feeling of being just like alone, isolated. Yep. And I feel like completely Low stagnant. Key. Can I add is, to that? Sorry, Hannah, yeah, keep going. Keep go going, for it. Keep going. And then I'll say what I have to say. Can I have my pen back? Yeah, you can have your pen back. God, I'm going to forget. <laughs> Shit. Sorry. Keep going, Hannah. Oh, no, you can go. I'm good. Okay. So, yeah, that's still a thing because – thank you. That's still a thing because I know this is stupid, but I was in quarantine for three whole days, and oh, my God, the depression was instant. It was like, yeah. I can't go anywhere. I can't see anyone. I'm like so bored, so bored, so bored. And I was so ready to get like ramped up for all my events. And then it was like, like I had just got back from vacation. I already felt rested. I didn't need to real. I didn't really need to catch up on sleep. I was yeah. doing just fine. And then it was like, I had this like kind of mental ramp up for like three consecutive days of events. And then it was just boom, brick wall of nothing. Can't go anywhere. Can't talk to anyone. And like literally you and Kyle like literally saved me just so that I had someone to talk to. Because y'all know me. I should just come in here and just fucking talk to the microphone. Yeah. Record myself. That'll probably calm me down. Of course. Yeah, I FaceTimed with you the whole time I had COVID. Yeah. I I I love to help a homie out. Yeah, Colette's the best. If you ever have COVID and you don't have anyone to talk to. Call me. Call Colette. 
It's the best. Oh, oh, yeah. She'll talk to you for hours. Yep. It's wonderful. Yep. Like hours. Mm-hmm. It's really great. Glorious. Yeah. I can have a conversation with a wall. Of course I can have a conversation with you. Not not you, but just like as my pitch. This is just what I'm saying to the universe. Anyway, um, have you ever been on meds for your anxiety? No, I have not. Would you? Uh, well, like two weeks ago when I was in throes of does I need, as I need surgery, mm-hmm. my therapist suggested I maybe dabble in that because she was like the amount of stress that you are under and like the anxiety you feel just from day-to-day tasks is not normal or sustainable so what were your thoughts and feelings on that i don't want to say anything like mean so i so i'm type one enneagram type one okay very like rules like right and wrong and like we're gonna dive into i'm gonna be like my mom if i'm on bed like i don't know not super interested in that sure sure so still thinking about it if if you're ever interested ativan is great if you just yeah. if you just need it every once in a while and it's not like um it's not as hardcore as a xanax like it's not as addictive and shit um, because Xanax can and will fuck up your life if you let it. Um, but I had like Valium for my surgery, oh, and I was like, "There's favorite. no way that that's sustainable." <sighs> um, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know you love enograms, and we've talked a little bit about enograms before. Um, we'll, we gotta get going, but I, I want uh, you to tell them about enagrams really quick so we can is talk it, about an, it. Is it a neogram? I, I have no idea. Enneagram? I don't know. Well, I've always said give us an example of one. So there, you're like a type. There's type, there's nine different types and it's like a personality thing. Um, and it kind of has like, I think it started out with like some Christian leanings, but they've They've branched out into a more progressive space. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness, because I'm not religious in any way, shape, or form. But I love personality trait stuff. Um, and so I'm a type one, which means they like rules and order and like right and wrong. And like everything is very organized and planned out, blah, blah, blah. Cool, you're type six, yes. right? Which is like... I value... Safe. Yeah, I value um, being safe more than being right. Yeah. I have no idea. Maybe you should take the little quiz. Yeah. Got it. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll do that and then we'll update the listeners. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's fascinating. What would you say to 15-year-old Hannah? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, probably that you are more capable than you think. And I would probably tell myself to to empower myself to actually make decisions like Mm. the decisions that you make have been right up until now and keep making them because you are trustworthy and you you deserve to make decisions preach i love that yeah all right y'all what would you guys say Oh, Didn't we already do this? I think we already. Well, yeah, but there's always more things we oh can say. Oh my goodness, I wasn't ready for this. Um, oh, that's why. Okay, got it. 
Um, yeah, Colette, what would you say to your 15-year-old self? Your value is not identical, or your value is not tied to production. You don't, you don't, you don't have to keep creating things and putting on a show and being on all the time in order to be deemed worthy of taking up space. That's a good one. I would also say that. What about you, Dave? Throw one in the ring. Um, I would say that 15. Poor, what was 15 Dave gone through? Oh, I would say, oh, don't worry about that. Uh, You're going to lose a lot of other friends, too. Don't worry about it. Well, to the point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've laughed, we've identified assholes, and we've chatted a little bit about Enneagrams. Next week, my nurse friend Alexa Pudwell will be joining us on the pod. We'll be talking about gruesome tales from the hospital and how working in the medical field during the pandemic has affected her mental health. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, you can find us at thecocoshow.com, at the Coco Show Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Love ya. I love you guys too. And we will see you next Tuesday. Bye.